I'm a SoundCloud rapper, bro. You got the chain. You got the, you got the chain hanging over the crew neck sweatshirt. You got the hat hanging halfway off your head. You got the, With big the headphones, headphones on top on. of it. Hey. Oh. <laughs> you and look then, like you look like Biggie Smalls' white cousin. You call me Biggie Big. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Orange Overalls podcast. My name is Weston. I'm here with Mr. Nicholas Villarreal. We're here to talk about some football. Got some not so good things to say about the Tigers and the ACC in general. Got a huge slate of games to talk about for last week. Got some great ones coming up this week. But before we go anywhere, Nick, how you doing, buddy? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Maze and Blue Jumpsuit Podcast. Oh, I forgot, I forgot about this. <laughs> this is, we, we, we have officially become the University of Michigan football podcast. Um, today on the topic, um, we got to go back a little bit to week one, the loss of Ronnie Bell. Um, what are we thoughts on Harbaugh and can we get a big time win as the underdogs against Wisconsin this weekend? This is the Maze and Blue Jumpsuit Podcast. Let's go. Are you done? God, I want to jump ship. <laughs> Don't do hey, we you you can't I'm jump a, ship ride, at this bro. Point. You gotta I'm ride. Riding. Gotta ride. We're riding. We're riding. We're riding. So yeah, let's get right to the point. We've lost to NC State. God. 27 21 in double overtime. All right, all right. We're just gonna no, we're gonna start off. Are you surprised? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I saw. Obviously, we can only see so much from the TV. But I had some. I had some. Some feet on the ground. Some boots on the ground. AKA, my younger brother was there at the game. Um, hey. And uh, he goes, dude, it's freaking loud here. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I was afraid of, dude. So one of the other interns here. He's an NC State fan. His parents are at the game, have season tickets. Oh. And he was like, I feel good. I think we're going to beat y'all. He's like, honestly, I think we got it this year. And I'm like, I'll be honest. I don't like how confident y'all are. We, And as soon as we didn't shut them up immediately, we had no shot. So this reminded me. So this kind of, not exactly, but a little bit. Boston College, our freshman year, 2018, fall of 2018, they had college game day. Boston College was good this year. It was that we actually believe we have a shot at beating Clemson Energy. And I've never heard that play so loud. Shipping off to Boston to start the game. Mobambo start the game, and they're going nuts. Go back to 2018 with Mobambo, man, first of all. (laughs) Throwback. They thought they could win the game. They had that energy, and I – heard the exact same thing from NC state and then watching it in the cart barn on my phone. You set me your that, setup. I felt that energy. Well, at the end of it, at the end of it, I had it on the laptop on the patio because all my bosses were gone and members were giving me the strangest looks when they missed the kick at the end of regulation. I'm jumping up and down, throwing air punches, going nuts. Let's go. So when like, he missed that, when he missed it, I'm, I actually thought we were going to win. 
I did too. I thought we were going to win uh, after the first – after – as soon as we lost the first – or tied the first overtime, I knew we were losing. But mm-hmm. – I agreed. I thought we had it in the first overtime. So what – so tell me tell me your general thoughts about how the team looked. Um, I think our offense is bad. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So what, um, what, what about it's bad? We have no chemistry. Okay. Maybe, maybe DJ and Justin Ross, but we have no chemistry. Our O line is, I'm gonna go try out. Um, DJ, DJ's all right. I haven't quite. No, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ship. I don't know. I just, you know, he's got it in him. We've seen it before. If it wasn't for. The Notre Dame game last year, I would have completely jumped ship. But I'm like, he's got he's got it in him somewhere. I don't know if, which makes me think. And I know you you want to talk about this, so I'll hand you the floor. Um, well, I'll, I'll which talk makes about my me think the game too. But it makes me think it's got to be either the play calling or something on the staff because. Clearly, there's talent there everywhere except for the O-line. So, you know um, you know Ben Miller, don't you? Used to work for Clemson? I, I know of him. Okay, cool. So, he actually flew into town this morning. I picked him up. He had, he had was visiting some, some people out here. Um, so, I picked him up from the airport this morning. We got talking about the football game and stuff. I haven't spoke to Ben in, in like, face-to-face in a couple months now. And uh, – so when Ben was at Clemson, a student at Clemson, he was an equipment manager. He was, he was like, he, no, it wasn't when he was a student. He also worked for them after school. But anyway, he was he was really close with the team. And I said something about being skeptical of Tony Elliott ever since Jeff Scott left. And he goes, "I'll tell you, I'll tell you that, tell you this right now. Jeff Scott didn't call a single play." I'm just, gonna just, I'm just going to ignore that. Um, no, Jeff Scott never called plays. It literally, since the since the dawn of time, it's been Tony Elliott, even when Jeff Scott was there. They just mm-hmm. – the reason – I was like, so why was Jeff Scott a this – was, this was just kind of speculation. I'm not trying to put words in anybody's mouths or, or anything. But uh, Ben's hypothetical thoughts were – and I kind of agree with this now – that uh, they just promoted Jeff Scott – to a co-coordinator so he'd stay because he was such a good recruiter. Okay, I get which, that. Which makes me think, okay, which isn't the first time I've heard that Tony Elliott was actually the guy behind all the calls in the long run. This brings me back to that point that Marcus Spears made on Get Up that one point. And I think it does come down to the play call. I think obviously right now DJ's got it. There's a lot going on between DJ's ears right now. He's in his head. Say, it's all in his head. There's a lot of it in his head, but – our play calling is so vanilla and predictable right now. And the reason I think it boils down to play calling is because you saw that one drive we tied it up on when we tied it up 14-14. Yeah. We were, we were it switching was... it up. We were running tempo. We were exciting. We, you didn't know what we were about to pull out. You had, NC State was backpedaling the whole drive. Well, and, it's, and what's weird is they had – like we look good. And like I said, you can see there's some type of chemistry – and that the very end of the first overtime, our offense, I was like, wow, 
We're looking mm-hmm. good. Yes. Like, you know, just first of all, Justin Ross is just insane. I wish you would actually try to. I, I'll rant about this for one second. The play that ended the game on fourth down, I think I think he did get fouled, but he didn't make enough of an attempt to catch it, so they didn't he, call it. He sh- that, I thought that was a flag. So it was one of those where, like, I was surprised. So I was I watched it, and I saw him, and I was like, flag, flag. Same. Nothing. And then they never even showed a replay. It wasn't necessarily that, like, I'm like, oh, my God, that was such a brutal call. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I didn't get to see a, like they no one even thought Justin thing, Ross once, Justin Ross game, wasn't going to the ref going what the heck was that D- Dabo like I would expect like clearly it wasn't because I feel like if it was more Justin would be in the rest face Dabo would be in the rest face like what are you doing come on would be looking at the replay like I could yeah. see all of that playing out in my head and instead it was incomplete game over no controversy, no talk, right. nothing. Announcers didn't mention it. Nobody talked about anything. And then I was so, just sad. So to boil it all back down, back to the original comment, I think it's play calling. And I think it, I think Tony Elliott just needs to get more creative. I, we don't have the superstars anymore, like Marcus Spears was saying. We don't have the Travis Etienne's, the T. Higgins, the Deshaun Watson's, the Trevor Lawrence's of, of the NCAA to just make something out of nothing. I mean, you, we knew what those guys could do. A busted play, and it's still liable to be a 25-yard game. You know, yeah, it's just – it's and frustrating we're, we're right so now. so young right now. Think about it. Justin Ross has the most game experience on the offense right now. And he's played a season in four games. Yes. So, I mean, we're ridiculously young. Offensive line, receivers, quarterback, running back. Running back's another really scary situation now with Shipley down for a while and Lin J in the portal. All right, so, yeah, so let's talk about this. Shipley's out. Right, probably for the season. We suck because he's out. That's, like, yeah. that's brutal. We just – we went from three running backs where, like, I feel good about rotating all three of these to one. Yeah, we're down to Kobe Pace now. And, like, Kobe Pace can do it. Right, but but, but we only have – only one running back on the roster is scary. You We're, can't have Kobe Pace. He's going to get gassed. He's going to get banged up. Dude's body's going to hurt so much. When we had ETN out there, ETN took plays off. You have yeah. to take plays off. So this now is where our kind of, running game is in bad shape. Not necessarily because we did anything, but Lindsay went to the portal and Shipley got hurt. Now, this is crazy. Call me, call me, call me crazy for thinking like this. I actually think as far as play calling goes, this might actually fix our offense because it's going to require us to get creative because we because norm, because they're going to have to drop some more runs for DJ. We're going to have to throw some jet sweeps in there. I haven't seen us run a jet sweep in how long? Yeah, have, I don't know why we don't have jet, jet, more jet sweeps. I would really love to see some more QB design runs because DJ's got some wheels on him. I, I think this has the opportunity to force – the offense to get creative, which is what they need. And then there's not much to say about the defense because the deep, I, I can't blame the defense. They could never, they never got any break. Well, we had how many, how many first downs did we have that entire game? Like five, maybe if any, if many. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I think five is probably an exaggeration, um, an under exaggeration. I mean, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't put any blame on the defense. They were gassed. It makes sense why they couldn't hold they they couldn't hold up at the end of the game. 
I think we get a couple, one or two more sustained drives that don't even end in touchdowns. And I think our defense holds up in, in overtime and we win the game. So not a whole lot good to say about that game now. BC, we are 15 and a half point favorites last time I checked. I'm not touching it. I think we, we talk about gambling on the show a little bit. As I, as I've said, I'm in Pennsylvania where I can, and yeah. I'm not touching the I'm not touching this game with a 20 foot pole, bro. It just it there's no so way weird we that we're 15. no, there's we're absolutely no way we're gonna win. I believe we're we'll win. it's homecoming. We're gonna win. You know all the but I don't think I don't think energy. But it's it's so weird. I, like, does Vegas know something? Does Vegas watch a different game than we've watched? We haven't even scored 15 points this year. I'll be honest, us being 15-point favorites makes me feel good because I always feel like Vegas, or they know – the guys that make spreads or lines or whatever, I feel like they always know more than we do. Yeah. So they got 15, to. <laughs> they, so make frick, like, they make a frick ton of money off of it. It's like 15-point favorites. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, we haven't scored right. that. But, the, but I'm just like, we haven't even scored – we haven't scored that in regulation on any team this season. NC State, we did. Do, do we? No, we didn't score that in regulation. Mm-hmm. No, it was 14 14 going into regulation. It was. Go, it was 14 14 going into halftime. It was 14 14. So that's why I'm like, bro, where, where are they getting this number from? Do I but know? BC's South Carolina State, we did, by the way. That doesn't count, but South Carolina State. Just like right. Yeah. Okay, fine. We haven't, scored, we haven't scored 15 points to get an FBS team. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, I think we'll win because Notre our BC's coming in th- coming in top dog. They are four and zero. They're at the top of the ACC. They just beat Missouri. However bad Missouri might be, it's an SEC team. You got to have a little bit of swagger after that. A home field advantage. I don't think I don't I don't think our guys are are going to be okay with the idea of dropping to two and three and having a losing record. I just. I don't see it happening. I don't think we lose another game. I think we might lose one more. I don't know who it's to, but I think we might lose one more. I couldn't say who to, but I said this on another podcast. The real the, the boils down to the reason I think we'll win this game is because a hungry dog runs faster. These boys are going to be pissed off after losing NC State like they did. And that's and that's a fact. So and uh, I have I said I have one more reasoning, but I want to say I want to see if you have have anything else to say about the BC game. Well, I think we're just pissed. Um, you know, people are saying we shouldn't be ranked. People are saying that we're, you know, Dabo's dynasty's over. Paul Feinbaum said, "Now I don't I, give Paul, I don't Paul give Feinbaum two I don't give two flying anything's about what Paul Feinbaum <laughs> says. He's the right. worst." But, you know, guys in the media are saying Dabo's dynasty is over. Is this it? Is this it? No. This is a hiccup year. We'll be fine. Yep. We're going to win every other game we play, including the ACC championship. Come on now. But hey, as you a gamble, as you are a gambling man, I would love to know what the odds are. For I could probably get now. I could probably get great value. Probably 17, 18 to one. Not for the ACC. Because the ACC sucks, dude. The ACC is awful. Well, Wake Forest and BC are both four and zero right now. 
I don't know, but we'll get, we'll get to Wake Forest in a second. Okay, yeah. now. Um, so there's one more thing I, I want something to else to ask. Okay, about the Clemson game. I was going to talk about Clemson and one thing. Oh, I know what you go, and then we'll get to mine. Well, no, my I want I want my little thing to end Clemson football before we move into the ACC. You, okay, you'll understand you'll understand why. Okay, so Clemson, we're probably not going to playoff. We're not. May or may not go to the ACC. Uh, or may not may or may not go to a New Year's Six Bowl. Okay. So now I'm looking at one fun bowls we can go to. Because if we go to a bowl game, I want to at least go to a cool bowl game. Yeah. So I'm going to read you off a couple of these bowl games, and I want to know which one you want to go to. Because I think okay. these would be fun. The Cheez-It Bowl. If the Music City Bowl isn't on there, I'm going to be upset. No, so the Cheez-It Bowl. Being played where? See, well, I, I'm, I, I want a chance did, to go no. to this game. That's why I said Music uh, City Bowl, because Music City Bowl is Okay, Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando, that'd be fun. In Orlando. Um, I've actually been to this bowl game. That's a, that's a drivable distance. I've been to this bowl game, actually. When it was still the Cheez-It Bowl, or was that when it was the Gator Bowl? This is when it was the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. Okay. Michigan went, played Florida, and I attended. Cool. The the Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte. No. The Fenway Bowl. In Fenway. Yeah, that would be kind of cool to go to. Yeah, that would be, really, be really sick to go to. The Military Bowl presented by Periton. Where's that? By the way, your internet's not great. Okay. Or is it my internet? Wonderful. I think it's a little bit of both. That's in Annapolis, Maryland. Okay, that'd be cool. Um, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. That's in Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium. That'd be sick. Um, and then the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. That's in Tampa, correct? And then finally, these are the two I'm cheering for. Wait, is that Tampa? Is the is the Gator Bowl in Tampa? Or is yeah. that Jacksonville? Uh, that's a good question. I think Gator Bowl. Actually, Gator Bowl might be Jacksonville. I can pull it up right here unless you got it. I'm Googling on the phone. Gator Bowl is in Jacksonville. Yep, that's what I thought. That'd be kind of cool. Could you see, that, like, Trevor and the boys? That would, be, that would be the closest one to us, other than the Dukes Mayo. But I'm not rooting for Dukes Mayo because I'm tired of playing in Charlotte. Um, <laughs> and then these are the two I'm cheering for. First off, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. There's no way we – we're not playing in San Diego. It's the Holiday Bowl, baby. Where is it played? In San Diego, I assume? Well, it's the San Diego um, – whatchamacallit? It's the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Yes, so where, it's in San Diego. So where does it play? San Diego doesn't have a stadium there anymore, unless we play in the, the Padre Stadium. In Petco Park. Oh my God! I'm pretty sure it's in Petco. <gasps> what? That would be amazing. In California in the middle of winter? Yeah, it's in. It's in Petco Park. Let's go! Yes, that would be so. That's good. what I'm cheering for. I want to go to the San Diego so Credit good. County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That's what I'm cheering for. Let's go to San Diego, and then. 
I'll be honest. I don't know if I can go to any of these except for this last one. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> yeah, the Tony oh, the Brady. Tiger Sun Bowl. Yes, come on. They're all Sign coming to the fa- they're all coming to the homeland. They're all going to meet the entire side of the family. Yep, that's it. That's that's the one. See, our personal favorite would be Music City Bowl because I would love to go play in Nashville and go to, go to Nashville. See, and then there's the there's like a couple lower tier ones, but those are the those are the ones we can actually go to. I'm telling you, what's probably going to happen is we're going to win the ACC championship and we're going to Miami and we're playing in the Orange Bowl. I mean, probably, but I'd rather go play in Petco Park. No, we're not playing. We can't play in the Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl is a playoff game. Oh, that's nice. Let's go like the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, we, no, 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 no. We don't play in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> we hate that stadium. What are the other ones? Uh, Rose Bowl. That that would be cool. The Fiesta Bowl. Rose Bowl would be cool. And so it's so Orange Bowl and Cotton Bowl are playoffs. Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Peach Bowl in Atlanta. I see us going to Atlanta, if we're being honest. But the Rose Bowl, bro, you know how cool it would be? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the Rose Bowl would be sick, dude. Would we, would we go? If we're in the Rose Bowl, you may Oh, we're in the to. Rose Bowl. I'm, I'm, I'm taking out a load or something. I'm going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I'm getting alerts that my internet connection is unstable. So that's our outlook on our bowl games. We think, we assume we're going to win enough games to win a bowl. We could come back to you in four weeks and tell you – Four weeks and tell you, oh, we're two and six, and uh, we don't know if we'll make a bowl. <laughs> if that happens, if that happens, we are stopping the podcast. I swear, we are. It, we are becoming. We are becoming the maize and blue jumpsuit podcast. You can do if it by we're yourself. Two and six. If we're, if we're, I'll have Nick Jamrog as my co-host. If it comes down to the, to uh, us having to beat South Carolina to go to a bowl game, I'm gonna go find the tallest building I can and jump off the top of it. <laughs> No parachute, no nothing. Yeah, um, but so, no, we're just an average team. What's sad is we're like ranked twenty-five, which is we're going to end up. We're going to be we're going to be end up ranked like 15, 12 at the end of the season, and we're all going to be pissed. We're so spoiled; it's not even funny. I uh, see. Me, I'm just like the run was. If this is the end of the run, really. Like everyone's saying, it is. It was good while it lasted. Um, it's not all right. Let's let's get well, a little more positivity in there. We are winning the rest of our games. We're winning the ACC championship. Starting. We're going to the Fiesta. We're going with the Fiesta Bowl and winning it all. <laughs> okay. So, and this is why we're gonna we're gonna start with BC. We're gonna start with a win in BC. And this is where I'm factoring in some some of our segments. This is where Jamrog's word of the day comes in. This is and this is also why we're gonna beat BC. The Jamrock's word of the day is surprise. Because by the time you and Jamrock specifically and anybody else who might listen to this podcast, here's this. I will have feet on the ground in Clemson, South Carolina. Let's go. Come on. Are you let's go? <laughs> so I have a. Uh, was talking to my mama and she she knew I'd been having a long week at work and she was like so can you yesterday she was like so how's work man I was like it's busy 
she goes, well, so can you take the rest of the week off? I was like, no, I got to be in the lab tomorrow. And because I thought she was referring to like work from home. And she was like, so you can't just like not work the rest of the week. I'm like, no, I can work from home. I'm like, but I'm like what are you getting at? She goes, Alan, my stepdad, um, Alan said I could use points to fly you home if you can get home. And I was like, okay, I will make something happen. I will Let's go. I, I will make myself free. So I fly out of Come DFW on, at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. And I land at Dude. Greenville Spartanburg International Airport at 1030. Literally, I was talking to one of my – I was this close to being there as well, actually. We were talking yeah. about it on Monday. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll open Friday, leave, take Saturday off, and close Sunday. And I was this close. I would have pushed harder if I knew you were going. Um, well, this, this but I'm add, I've had this flight booked for less than 24 hours. I'm going to add um, another word of the day for Nick Jamrock. Um, okay. Surprise is the first one. That's where surprise Weston is going to be in <laughs> Clemson, South Carolina. And I, my word of the day is going to be Weston and Jamrock's meeting point. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Triple T's. That is your word of the day. Well, Triple T's. Well, that's, that's going to be going to meet up with Weston. That's going to be an issue because so this is so as tangent. Then we get back to football. About a month ago, my brother and a bunch of his buddies bought tickets to the Braves game on Friday this Friday night. You're going to the Braves game? No, you're going to Triple T's. No, and let me tell you why I'm going to the Braves game. Oh my goodness! Because if we lose tonight, well, don't it doesn't matter. If we lose whatever. The Braves are one win away from clinching the division. So, if we lose tonight, I could be there tomorrow night for the division clinching game against the Mets. Because frick the Mets. I mean, okay. And you you know how big of a Braves fan I am. Like it's like it's like Clemson football and Braves baseball. It's like right there. I get that. Um, and they're like fifty bucks. Dude, that's awesome, dude. That hyped me up. <laughs> Oh, that's why like, I refused to tell you pre-show what the word was and why it was that word. That hyped me up. Like, if if anyone knew behind the scenes of Weston and I, this podcast and our relationship, <laughs> uh, me and Weston thoroughly believe that we have lost games because we were not in attendance. Oh, um, I I told Weston I should have been in Charlotte about a hundred times. Yep. I uh, I've never seen Clemson lose in person. I can't say that, but yeah. <laughs> Since I've been a student, I haven't seen Clemson lose in person. I've never seen Clemson lose in person. Why start now? I see, like, I haven't seen Clemson Weston's lose. In, be I haven't seen Clemson lose Come in person on. as a student. So go ahead and lock it in. We won't cover, but we will win. <laughs> we will cover. No, Dude, I was gonna. I was gonna take us money line. I'm going. Weston's gonna be in. In Clemson, South Carolina, we're covering. Oh, my God. Let's go. All right. Let's move on to the rest of football. We have the ACC. That's so hype, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm – I mean, I have to get – Are you taking dirty. your cowboy hat to wear to the game? Yeah. Yeah, you are. It's, there it is. It's sitting right there. Come on. So, let's move on to some ACC football because that's who we have to directly compete with for the rest of the year. We talked a little bit about BC. They're, they're, they had a good win over Mizzou. They're coming in 4-0. and um, I think they'll be 4-1. and one. Actually, I know they'll be 4-1 and one the next time. 4-1. Yeah, baby. Is Wake Forest good? That is a – I mean, they beat Virginia 37-17 on the road. I would say Wake Forest is good. Like, 
I think we'll find out a little more tonight or the night we're recording um, yesterday for the people listening. Um, Cause tonight is wake forest, Miami. Ooh. And so I think we'll learn a little bit more about who wake forest is mm-hmm. or no, it's not wake forest, Miami. It's Virginia, Miami. So I think we'll get to learn a little bit about wake forest, you know, how good is Virginia? Because if, if Virginia and Miami keep it close, then it's like, eh, because we know Miami's boo-boo. Miami's boo-boo-boo-boo. But they're still ranked. Right. Which is nuts. The rankings are dumb. Um, we'll get into when we get the real rankings. Right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to have some angry people with mine. Uh, you always do. Um, so moving on, Georgia Tech is now not looking like it's so bad that we took them as close as we did. They – destroyed North Carolina 45-22 and made Sam Howell look pretty pedestrian. Sam Howell is the most disappointing. Sam Howell may be the most disappointing quarterback of the year. There's one other one that we'll talk about, but Sam Howell is so hyped up, going to be so good. You think about it. Honestly, there were four quarterbacks that were getting super hyped up. All four aren't doing well. DJ's one. Yep. We have to admit he's not doing well. At all. Sam Howell doesn't look good. Correct. Um, Derek King at Miami Sox. And we'll talk about Spencer Rattler in a little bit more in depth, but he's not looking good. Uh, big, big down on the boomer train. Yeah. BC, um, that's who we have this weekend. They had a good win over Mizzou, over an SEC good team. You know, Mizzou's whatever, but it's a good they're, – they're an okay football team. They're an SEC school. BC's, you know, BC. They got votes to be in the poll. They're not ranked, and it's going to be a decent game. Um, they play – they're an okay squad that we're going to beat by 30. Um, Florida State lost again, bro. <laughs> Can't say I feel bad for them. They're 0-4 for the first time since 1974. That is insane. Yeah, can't say I feel bad for him. I'll leave it at that. I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. Um, especially, now that, especially now that we don't need – I mean, I'd love to have them as a resume booster, but it's not like we're making the playoffs, so it's not like I really need them to be that good. So I would love for them to go 0-12, if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, then just a <laughs> quick just how it is. Duke's 3-1. and one. How did that happen? How does no Duke group. have a better record than us? Um, they've also played like nobody. So – but we've also played NC State and should have beat them. That's besides the point. Um, um, so my question to you, Weston, before we move on to top 25 football, who's the best team in the ACC? Wake Forest. That's insane. It's Wake Forest or BC. Either one is equally terrifying. That's insane. But it's I'll, so I'll, make, I'll make a comment on a team that I did – I think, I mean, granted, Louisville played Florida State. I don't think Louisville's as bad as everyone thought they were going to be. Louisville's not good, though. What? They're three and one, aren't they? Or are they two and two? But, like, Louisville's just not that good. Yeah. Um, I think BC's the, besides us, Clemson's the one. And I genuinely think NC State's a decent team. I think NC State's top five in the ACC. Like, I think NC State is a respectable, actually, Pretty good team. Yeah. Oh, I can get behind that. Um, they they them, did lose to Mississippi State, though. 
Yeah, I mean that's the SEC though, and SEC is never bad, especially Mississippi State. Mississippi State's probably usually middle of the pack in the SEC. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's BC Wake Forest. I think after this week they'll probably say Wake Forest because I really think we're going to beat BC just because of emotional behind it. Uh, let's move on to some top twenty-five football. Um, Woo Pig Suey. How about that? Let's go. How about how about them hogs? Arkansas really wish I'd gone to this game. Um, had the opportunity to we called the outright upset. Um, Arkansas number 16, Arkansas at the time beat number seven, Texas AM 20 to 10. That score makes it look closer than it was. Arkansas was in the driver's seat the whole stinking game. Yeah. Um, Arkansas, Arkansas is good. We're gonna really find out which I don't know because you because we can talk about lines and things like that. Georgia opened up as a 20-point favorite over Arkansas. Yeah. No way. And Arkansas is going to cover. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. I think Arkansas – you'll see this in my top ten. Um, I think Arkansas really moves the needle. I think I it's going to be Ar- interesting. Arkansas is up there in my top ten for sure. Well, it also – I think, you know, who Arkansas has beat – who gets a lot of flack for losing to Arkansas in Arkansas, maybe better than everybody thinks. If you pay attention to college football, you know who I'm talking about. I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's probably just because I'm not thinking straight. Um, You'll find out in my top 10. Yeah. So uh, number 12, Notre Dame dominated Wisconsin. Um, I actually – so I watched this game. That score is very misleading. Very, very misleading. If we're going to be – if we're going to be really honest, this game was more like 27 to 13. No, yeah, 41-13. And – Graham Mertz for Wisconsin threw two pick game. sixes in the last minute. Well, Graham Mertz threw five picks. Yeah, but he threw two pick sixes in the last minute, which is what – which is what – which inflates this score. Yes, but Graham Mertz sucks. Yeah, he's, he's not good. awful. Um, he is awful. Which, which like, is why really I like bad. Michigan coming up this week against Wisconsin. Um, it's just going to mollywop them. Yeah. They're going to win by 70. So another team we've had on upset alert and almost pulled it out. Oh, my West, God, dude. West Virginia. How about the Mountaineers? We tried to call that. I yeah, called no, it. That was my pick. That was your upset pick. I had Arkansas. We both could have flip-flopped. The, the, they were both our one and two upset picks for the week. One thing I've learned is me and Wes are really good at knowing college football. Um, what some some might say. People um, are like, oh, my God, West Virginia played Oklahoma close. I'm like, listen to the Orange Overall podcast. We called that. <laughs> oh, my God, Arkansas beat the crap out of Texas A&M. Listen to the Orange Overalls podcast. You would have known that. You know, it's actually National Podcast Day, by the way. Is it actually? Yeah, it's trending on Twitter. Heck yeah. Go to, uh, go to CU Central Spirit's Twitter, and they got a little shout-out for the Orange Overalls podcast. No kidding. All right, then. I know you don't have Twitter. I do not. I do not. Um, so, OU, yeah, they won, but it was West Virginia the whole game long. Um, Spencer Rattler, who we've been – who we've been – I've been – very publicly down on since before the season started, got booed by his own home fans. Okay, so this was – Tried this to was get him be my, No, this was going to be my headline. 
Uh, this I had this on the headlines, but we'll skip to it right now. Okay. Oh, I see it. Now. They chanted the backup's name. The ent- the stadium was chanting the backup's name. I just want my respect for saying Rattler's not that good. I like. I've been calling this since last year. Rattler is not good. And poo-poo to the Sooner fans. Like, I've always said they were scumbags because I've seen them up close, (laughs) and I don't like Oklahoma. Right. But you're a real scumbag to be chanting. In a tight game. The backup's name, and not in a lovable way. It's not like we used to be like, you know, Chase, Price, Chase, Price. Yeah, like when we're up by like 50. This is like, yeah, we want, like, pull out the Heisman, like, watch list guy to start the season, you know. Get him out of here. He's, he's terrible. Get him out of here. That's – boo you. Yeah. Boo you, Super like, fans. Boo you. In a game Scumbags. you're – In a game you're tight. And that's the thing. A lot of them – like, we, you oh, and I – sucks. You, you and I had watched West Virginia and knew that West Virginia wasn't going to be a pushover for Oklahoma. We knew that going in. I guarantee you there was a ton of Oklahoma fans that saw four versus unranked and assumed they should have beaten them by 30. And if they weren't, then they were like, well, then something's wrong with the quarterback. I just – I agree with you. Very poor on Oklahoma fans. I hope you get what you want because I don't know if spe- – I'm not a huge fan of Rattler, I hope he transfers. I, I – that's the thing. I don't know if you want to transfer. If you can't be good under Lincoln Riley as a quarterback, then eesh. so go to like TCU or something. Yeah. So, like once again, if you want to get your real upset calls, come to the Orange Overalls podcast. Um, which, shout out us. Shout out. Um, shout, shout, shout out us. Should have called this upset. Yeah, Baylor, baby. How about them Bears? Sick of Bears. Sick of Bears, baby. Come on. Baylor took down Iowa State, which which this this loss by Iowa State affects another team on my top 25 list. Um, Shout out. um, Shout out. I know she doesn't listen, but shout out my mom and um, her alma mater, the Baylor Bears. Mama followed me on Instagram. That's, That's nice. She posted a nice picture about you for National Sons Day. That's that's real nice. Um, but yeah, shout out, shout <laughs> out my your mom. mom. Hold on, do you follow your own mom on Instagram? I do. Okay, I do. Um, shout out my mom for going to Baylor. Um, it's actually really funny. So my dad went to Michigan, Texas. Mom went to Baylor. She went to Boston College. Um, we were talking about this. Um, Texas and um, Texas and Boston College are right on Clemson's tail when it comes to ranking wise and. I've dominated this entire family rivalry for the last couple of years, and Clemson may become the fifth best team in our family. So if uh, if Boston College happens, somehow beats us this weekend, Boston College has got to be like top 20, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think they're like 16. Yeah. But we're going to win by 30. Weston Winfield's in the building. We can go. So, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, shout out Baylor. Um I eyeballed this game. I I liked Baylor as the upset, but I never wanted to. I never said anything on it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to have that on record. So this poses the question: Was Iowa State's run last year, and then like you know, kind of the year before, but mainly just last year, was that just a flash in the pan? Is that it? Is Iowa State not really a good football team? No, I don't think they are. 
Yeah, I just think they're just an average Big Twelve team, and an average Big Twelve team who happened to happen to pull all the strings together for one season. I we could turn around and Iowa State is ten and two at the end of the year, and they're playing for the Big Twelve championship somehow. But I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I think they're just. I think they'll lose one, maybe two more games, and that's it. But I do think they are going to like you know upset Oklahoma. Yeah, I think it's very possible. Um, I think it's just going to be one of those. Um, I, 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 you, you said are they good or not? I almost went like I don't know yet, but this is this is content. We need content, so I just decided to pick it's a week, side. We've been through four weeks. We can't keep saying we don't know about yeah. teams. I'm well, that's it, in, a, in a tight upset like that in Baylor in Waco. It's hard to just put that on Iowa State because they've. I guess maybe not because they lost how poorly they lost to Iowa in Ames. So yeah, McLean and McLean Stadium, beautiful stadium by the way. Yes, in I drove. Waco. I drove by it when we um, when I came into Texas. When we went through. Waco. I went. I went to the first game after there. Oh, cool! Baylor SMU. Me and my dad went. Um. By the way, speaking of stadiums, this brings up next week's top five for the college football. Top college football five stadiums. College football stadiums. <laughs> I, I know oh, what your number I know what your number one is, so I'm gonna um, steal it from Clemson. The Clemson's not allowed to get picked. Correct. Deal. Um other than Clemson, top five college football stadiums. I know who your number one episode. is, and I hope I win the coin flip just so I can take it from you. It's the best college football stadium in the nation, by the I'm not gonna I don't know if I can argue with you. <laughs> but I have the number two pick that you won't think of. Okay, perfect. And it's just better. It's better than your number one? What? No, it's better than anything else you can think of. Nothing beats the big house, bro. Nothing. I mean, when you can cram that many people into one football stadium, I mean, yeah. 116,000 people. Bro. So, are you kidding me? A couple other teams that played Georgia and Alabama, usual suspects win by 60. Georgia, the difference is Alabama's was against Southern Mississippi, Georgia's was against Vanderbilt. Vandy. Like you don't beat up on your own conference that bad, man. Come on, like Vandy, bro. Like you, you actually hurt yourself by beating Vandy by that much. And what sucks is I got a buddy that plays for Vanderbilt. I felt oh, I'm sure so was, bad. I'm sure he was just like banging his head against his helmet the entire game. Like, oh my god, he, he probably got to play. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is just like you know a freshman. Little little white kid linebacker, and he brought him <laughs> to play. Man, I, I don't know if he actually checked in the game, but he they may have had a shot. He probably got ran over by one of the running backs, probably. But Shout those two Jack are Clemson. on it. I mean, I've we've said sister this actually I've, goes to Clemson. His older sister goes to Clemson. Okay, cool. So I mean, these two teams, I and mean, we've said this before. These two teams are on a crash course for Atlanta for the for the SEC championship. I mean, it's yeah, and let's be honest, they're probably in a crash course for the national championship as well. Yeah, I w- I would not be surprised if they if they're one and two going into the or one and three. I really think if Georgia loses to Alabama in the SEC championship game tight, they might leave Georgia at two. Yeah, I think they look one Alabama, good. one Alabama, two, two Georgia, Georgia, three Michigan, four Texas. When it all comes down to it. Oh God, um, <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not touching that. Um, next up, we have the, both of the uh, the Michigan schools, Michigan and Michigan State, both survived their matchups. Michigan against Rutgers, who many thought it was, I believe, Oak was a twenty-one and a half point favorite for the 
Wolverines, and it was much closer than that. I feel like you could probably give me some more details on how the game went. Yeah, Wolverines had an amazing first half. Um, Looked like Michigan all year long, um, just beating up on them, looked fantastic. And then the second half came, and I don't know what happened, but the Wolverines couldn't do a thing. It was late in the fourth quarter, and they had one first down in the entire second half, like probably 20, 25 minutes into the second half, they had one first down. It was bad showing, but no bounce back against Wisconsin. Is that cause for for concern or a blip on the radar? Blip on the radar. We'll be fine against Wisconsin next week as proud members of the Maize and Blue Jumpsuit Podcast. So I watched the Michigan State game. Um, Nebraska's not as bad. I I take back what I said about Nebraska and Scott Frost. Like, it's, granted, he hasn't won a whole lot of games this year, but I think they Scott looked, they looked all right. They did look all right. Martinez is that guy. He's he made some questionable decisions down the stretch. Obviously, he threw the pick to end the end the game basically in overtime. But I don't know if Scott Frost needs to be fired. I'll yeah. I'll go back on what I said of I don't think Scott Frost is the guy at Nebraska anymore. I think I think if Nebraska pulls off that upset. In East Lansing, I think it's a completely different headline that Scott Frost has turned it around at Nebraska. He's the guy for the long term. I don't know if we're on the complete opposite side of he needs to go because they look they I mean it was just a, they, a looked, they looked all right against they looked all right against Oklahoma as well. Right, which we also don't know how where that stands at this point. Um, well, they're out of my top ten. They've always been out of your top ten. Oh, you um, sucks. So keep an eye on those two teams. Um, and then Auburn almost lost to Georgia State. Um, Dude, they were losing to Georgia State. Yeah, I was. I was. I was of the belief that oh, Auburn just went to Penn State and lost. They got a little tune-up game against Georgia State. They're gonna blow it out the water. They'll be fine. I was I very was wrong. A, I think it was a look ahead kind of. You know, you just played a bad game. Then who, like, right. who do they have this week? If you know off the top of your head, probably not. I believe um, it's it's not Kansas State, but it's uh, Kansas State plays Oklahoma. I actually do know they play LSU. Uh, yeah, makes sense. LSU's favorite. Really, Auburn's still ranked in LSU's favorite. Where is it at? LSU. Oh, I was about to say if it's a home dog, give me give me Auburn all day. It's at nine p.m. I don't know why. Eight p.m. local, I guess. Uh, Probably on it's probably on SEC network. ESPN. It's on ESPN. ESPN. Interesting. Interesting. LSU's a three and a half point favorite. Uh, I mean, I'll still be in the stadium watching our game, so I'll probably I'll probably check that score afterwards. I'll Um, have that on one of the TVs I'll be watching. Right. So, uh, yeah, no crazy ending to that game. Um, I saw somebody tweet about it, uh, or not tweet about it, put it on Instagram about the over under and, and all that. So, Georgia State, in an effort to try and take the lead back, threw a pick six with 15 seconds left. Cash the over. I love it. Dude, I love that. It was – That's I mean, just a good I love, team I love win. that. Like, like, I don't gamble because I can't because we're in South Carolina, but, like, I love bad beats. Those are – like, Scott Van Pelt's and, and Stanford Steve's bad beats section on SVP's Sports Center is amazing. It's so funny. No, it's, it's great. It's, it's funny. It's good to watch. Um, all right. You ready to move on to a couple headlines? Yeah, let's move on to a couple headlines and we can get into our segments and then we'll we'll wrap this joker up. 
we have so much time. We're talking. We're gonna talk for another hour. But hope. Um, just kidding. Did you see this out of Ohio State? Yeah, Kayvon. I was. I don't concern myself with the Buckeyes anymore. They're just they're a dumpster Kayvon fire. Kayvon Pope. He quit in the middle of the game. You see the I tweet he sent out. Yeah, F Ohio State. You know where he sent it from? The locker room. The locker room, bro. <laughs> so, so any of y'all that haven't paid attention, Kayvon Pope um, supposedly was like they have the same package. They run this play in practice, and someone else was sent out instead of it. He starts getting pissed. There's a fit on the sideline, yelling at the coaches, doing everything. They're yelling back, doing all this. Then all of a sudden, you see him take his jersey off. He takes his gloves, throws them in the stands, goes locker room. They then somehow convince him to come back on the sideline, gets the jersey back on, gets on the sidelines, then throws another fit, leaves, tweets out F Ohio State from the locker room, and leaves, quit the team as officially entered the transfer portal. Ridiculous. In the middle of the game. Who's our source on how all that played out? Um the internet i didn't know if it was a reputable source or someone was blowing this out of proportion to, to try and make him look bad i don't know that's just what i've been told on the internet yeah no it's it's ohio state i think it's hilarious let them let them let them burn um, like how them. bad how bad how you're down bad if but you're, this if is no way this players. is the first time Kayvon pope's been upset with the coaching staff there's like no if, way the the entire program has to be down bad if your players are quitting, bro. Right. Like that's brutal. Um, and then my neck of the woods, which is now your neck of the woods. I didn't see this. This is this is good uh, to me. So SMU TCU, it's a unknown rivalry where they hate each other because it's battle for the battle for the iron skillet. Um, to Dallas and Fort Worth. And they're all kids that know each other. They all went to school together. They all played high school football together. It's kind of like Texas, Oklahoma. It's like yeah. the bad Texas, Oklahoma. So, like, if you're good at football in high school, you go to Texas and Oklahoma if and then bad, you get to compete against. If you're, if you're against, mediocre, if you're you, mediocre get... you go to TCU and SMU and get to play each other. Nice. Um, actually, my old high school football coach at the middle school I went to is the recruiting is the head of recruiting at uh, SMU. Okay. Coach Natty. Didn't um, know that. The more you know. Right next to the pizza place you tried. That's cool. Gotcha. Okay. So they sat there and SMU wins the game. In, it's at TCU. It's in Fort Worth. So they go for the Baker Mayfield. Let's plant the flag. Of course. So they grab the flag and they start running to midfield. TCU notices it. So runs not over. Not on my watch. Runs over, starts a fight. The a TCU coach ends up with a concussion. Video comes out that an SMU player threw down the coach. What threw down a TCU coach? It's insane. They're like doing investigations and like trying to figure out exactly what happened. Yo, that's Someone crazy. Was a- like a like a TCU player was like I saw him like hit our coach with a helmet, and turns out they're like I, that's not true. But they're like shoving each other, and they he like get there's a coach, and he just shoves the coach. 
It's nuts. It's nuts. I didn't realize the rivalry was that deep between them. I mean, it's not like that deep, but I guess it is now. (laughs) If it wasn't before, it definitely is now. Yeah. Battle for the iron skillet is getting heated, but yeah, they were like huge fight. Um, Hate to see it. Love to see it all at the same time. Right. So this last one, I don't really know if I have an answer for. I could spitball a little bit, but who is the next USC coach? What's your thought? I think the next USC coach is one of two people. And I'm probably going to be wrong about both of them. Okay. Number one, Tony Elliott. He was on my list of hopefully go coach USC. (laughs) I think there's a good shot. Um. You, you, we'll talk about this, and then I'll give my little tangent on why Tony Elliott leaving might not fix our problems. But And then two, Urban Meyer. Really? Wouldn't it be the first time a college coach, legendary college coach, goes to the NFL, tries it out, sucks, and goes back to college? Yeah. Nick Saban did it. Well, he didn't suck at the NFL, but – they did the success didn't he didn't have oh, Nick Saban sucked in the NFL. Did he actually? Yeah, with the Dolphins. Oh, he was with the Dolphins. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, um, you're right. Jim Harbaugh a little bit. He didn't suck in the NFL, but well, once Kaepernick enough. once Kaepernick left the 49ers, he the 49ers were pretty terrible. Yeah, exactly. So he did you know his thing and then came back and dominated. Dominating. We're going to use air quotes on the domination word. Yeah, we can. Um, <laughs> all right. Who do you think? Who do you think? Tony, I would love Tony to be on that list. Um, I am a fan of. I mean, I, this is going off of no knowledge of who's even really open for head coaching jobs. Um, air, um, I can't pronounce his last name. It starts with a B, the assistant for the, the Chiefs, assistant coach for the oh, Chiefs. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Eric behind me, I want to say. Yeah, something like so, that. Something like that. I probably really butchered his last name. Um, I like him. Um, Urban Myers, interesting. I would put I would put him on my list, but closer to the bottom. I would love to see an alumni go back and coach at USC. I'd love to see like a Matt Liner Matt go Liner. back. I'd love Matt to see Liner. Matt Liner go back and 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 really bring. I mean, because he would bring that energy of that old USC team. He what about would, Reggie. Reggie's not – that's the thing. Reggie's not going to come back to USC for something like that until he gets his Heisman. Reggie's just been – USC's not the one that took it. I know, but it's just Reggie's so blackballed from college football, period. I which that. I think – which which conversation which for another sucks. time. I think it sucks. It's stupid, especially with the new NIL rule. Yeah, but the new NIL rule can't change it. Right. I think He broke should. the rules at the time. Right. I think it, I think it should be redacted now, but – Yes. Very, very situational thing. Um, but, yeah, Eric, I think uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs assistant is top of my list. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just a couple things to look out for. And now we get everybody's favorite segment. Boom, boom. Let's see if I can go how, how well I'll do again. I'm, I'm what? I'm, I'm three and I'm um, 500. I don't I have no idea. Uh, like I got three for you today. Okay. Um, so we're going to start off with Texas versus Texas Tech. Texas Texas lit them up. 
Texas won this game 70 to 35. Hope you bet the over. Texas receiving yards. Are you ready? Now I am. 193, 54, 24, 22, and 10. 331. 303. Dang. A little off. A little off. Not bad. Not bad. All right. We're now going to go to FAU. Florida Atlantic University lost lost to Air Force. Yes, I remember seeing that score. Now. Air Force won thirty-one to seven. The surface FA- Acad- the surface academies have been pretty good this year. Yeah, they're all right. And uh, so we're going to look at FAU's receiving yards. Okay. This one you got to get close to. 78 22 11 9 5 3 0. 77. 78. I almost said 78. Dang it. Oh, that was so good. I almost said 78. You get a win for that. Okay. So I'm one and one today. I'm one and one today. All right. Last one. The winning record. Miami. Beat CCSU 69-0. Central Connecticut. State. 69. Nice. 69-0. Nice. I want to know. This is Miami's rushing yards. Okay. 188, 77, 45, 13, 12, 8, 4, negative 1, negative 7, negative 17. 310. 322. That's a lot of free rushing yards. That's a lot of yards. I like I like the ones with the negatives and it adds a little flair and spice into the into like the that. segments. Like that. I like that. So one and two today. Not a bad showing. I was, I mean, I was one yard off on one of them. That was so that was that's my claim to fame for today. No, it was awesome. Good job. Um, I love that segment, dude. Great segment. Um all right. Now, I also love this segment. Go with your gut. Big, big fan of this segment. So, who's starting? We're doing, we doing three or two teams this time? I have three. It's up to you. Let's go three. Let's go three. You start. You start asking me. Texas. Woo! Potential. I think they have potential to make a lot of noise. That Texas Tech game is hard to ignore. Obviously, the Arkansas loss looks if – if a loss can look better, the Arkansas loss looks better and better by the week or at least excusable. I think, I think Texas has potential to win the Big 12. That's where I'm at. I love it. All right. I hate saying it. But, also, I brought five. I was looking at the wrong list. Okay. Well, we'll Texas do th- wasn't even on the list. So we'll do th- we'll do three, but you have some backups. So yes, my team for you is going to be Auburn. That was on my list. Um, average. They are an average team. They are just 20 – they're 22 right now, or they're 24 maybe they got moved to. They're just an average team. 
they're gonna you know we're gonna be playing them in the San Diego County College <laughs> Holiday Bowl. Cool, perfect. Just, just they're an average team. They're just whatever, and sucks because I like it when Auburn's good. I love it when you know the Iron Bowl means something and all that, but just average. I, I like that. I was that was on my list. All right, now get back to my original list. Okay. Notre Dame. Pretenders. Oh, I love it. I just I they look good. They're on paper they look good. They're 4 and 0. Oh. So I don't think you can justify ranking them low. But I don't I don't think they got the juice to go the whole way. I don't yeah. think they do. I don't think Jack Cohn's that guy at all. And I just, yeah, I think they're pretenders. That's as simple as that. I love it. I, uh, we'll find out this week. Cincinnati. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's going to be no hiding, you know. We they're thought home, Wisconsin. Notre Dame's home thought, dogs. We thought Wisconsin was something. Turns out they may or may not be. We'll find out this week if Notre Dame's anything. I like paying attention to line movement because it's fun because I like seeing how people like on who whatever game. That line opened up as Cincinnati is four, four and a half point favorites, I think. Cincinnati Notre Dame's at home. Cincinnati is now only a one and a half point favorite. So really? Really. Oof. So that's kind of nuts. I got another. I got another crazy line movement story when we get to the, the slate of games for early, later this week. But my next team I have for you. Oh, I just had it. Um, I got two more. Two, two more good ones. Okay. Maryland. Dude, I thought about putting Maryland on my list. I can't lie. Maryland's four zero. They got Iowa coming to town this week. They're four point home dogs. Excuse me, three point home dogs. Now it was four. Primed. Say what? Seasoned. That's what I'm gonna go with. Seasoned. Okay. Seasoned. You know why? Let me let me hear it. Because you season your steak right before you grill it, and Iowa's gonna slaughter them. Really? Iowa's gonna slaughter them. Interesting. They are. They're Maryland, bro. Iowa's only a three point favorite, and they're gonna slaughter them. Okay. I. That's why I asked. I was curious. I like Maryland. I think uh, Talia Tagovailoa is is really shaping up into a good quarterback. I don't, I'm not saying Maryland's going to win the game, but I think it'll be close. I do think it'll be. I when I say slaughtered, I mean like 15, 17. I think it'll be closer than that. I'd love to see it. Yeah. I'd love to see it. So, all right, what, one more team last... from you. BYU. Dang it. That was going to be my last team. Um, you want me to switch it up? No, 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 no. Because no, I, I got another team. I got another one. I got another one. Oh, okay. This is really good content. You're just sitting there quietly. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm trying to think of a good word. I'm, I have a thought. I'm just trying to boil it down to a word. You can say your um, thought. Yeah, and then we'll come, then we'll come up with a word. I think they're really making their case to move to the Big 12. 
I think they're really, I mean, they're show they're showing out. I mean, I I picked BYU to lose two weeks ago. Prepared. Prepared, yeah. I like that. They're they're preparing for their move. They're like, listen, you're you're making a good call to let us in the Big 12. We're we're ready to show up and show out. All right. I, like I think that. I, I think when I say I say I'm gonna say BYU is the real deal, whatever the real deal is for a West Coast team at this point. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think they are the second best team on the West Coast right now, behind behind Oregon. Okay, I can respect that. So, last one. Last one for you. Rutgers. They play, Ohio, they play Ohio State this weekend. Decent. They're a decent team. They look great against a top ten team last week. Um, they really just like you know they look good in the second half against a really good Michigan team, which even though they lost, I think could be a huge confidence builder for them. Um, yeah, I think no, like genuinely, that's not being Homer. I think Rutgers is okay. I think they're an all right team. Um, Do you think they could beat Ohio State this weekend? No. I would like to check the line, see what the line is. Fifteen. Ohio, Ohio, it's fifteen. I I'll take the Rutgers. I'll take Rutgers with the points. Maybe, but I think they could upset Michigan State next week. Depending on where it's at, yes. And depending on how this week goes. If they get absolutely annihilated it's by Ohio in State. Rutgers. They get absolutely annihilated by Ohio State this weekend, then I think it just it knocks all the air out of their sails. So, um, uh, we'll my, see. Uh, my other uh, – I mean, B, I, had, I had one more, but we'd already done I had, it. was Ole Miss. I had two. What were you other yeah. two? Uh, Fresno State and LSU. Yeah, I'm glad you picked your other ones. I didn't really have a whole lot to say on either of those teams. Um, yeah. Now, we got to get into maybe our most controversial. No, yours is the most controversial. It's getting so much worse. <laughs> it's figured. worse every time. I figured. What were your, what were your reactions last time? Um, let me pull them up. I'll tell you what I got. I had a lot of sleeping on Arkansas, and I can honestly say I think we did. Um, people didn't like my Ole Miss being as high as it was. And people didn't like Clemson being in the top 10 after that. And honestly, do you have Clemson in your top 10 this week? No. I, I don't either. I really thought about putting them at 10. but So I had a Carolina fan friend of mine say Clemson should be 11, and I replied, and I was like, I don't know if I disagree with you. Jamrock said I honestly don't like either of these. My Jamrock's an idiot. Yeah, one of my dumb friends who's a Georgia fan loves your list because you keep putting Georgia at number one. They have – actually, I don't know if it's the best win anymore. No, absolutely not. Um, Pearson said Oklahoma isn't that high. I replied with listen to the pod, and I'll tell you why they're up that high on my list. Because my reasoning for having them that high is because they're undefeated. I can't justify dropping them out of the top ten. Who? Pearson said that. No, who uh, – Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh. Um, so one friend of mine was like, this is all wrong. It's terrible. She's like, actually, I know nothing, but I'm just sad to see that we're, we are 10. I was like, I didn't want to be like, we should actually be like 15, but yeah. And then my mom, so, my, you, my mom made mom a comment. Said? She said, we suck and it feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. And then I had we some, goober, then I had some, goober respond, I had some goober <laughs> response said. said, uh, Oh my gosh. 
I had some goober respond and say Texas a genius, probably good looking too. Have no clue who that might have been. He's just some no. some, some random follower I have. That dude's probably awesome. <laughs> For those of you who don't pick up on context clues very well, I'm talking about his own comment on my on my story. That is exactly what I commented. Um, so the actual top ten, as we always read, the actual top ten is number one Alabama. Okay, you have it. Yes. Number two, Georgia. Number three, Oregon. Number four, Penn State. Number five, Iowa. Number six, Oklahoma. Number seven, Cincinnati. Number eight, Arkansas. Number nine, Notre Dame. And number 10, Florida. And we always include the 11, Ohio State. So... Mine is the same. Mine is the uh, all except for one team. I have the same teams in the top 10, just different orders. Mine, I have two additions, I believe. From your usual. I have two two additions to my yet mine last week. So, number one. One's different than the AP pool, obviously. I'm supposed to type these in, actually. Forgot about that. Um, Who's your number one? My number one. Can you still hear me all right? I'll move the mic a little bit. Yes, you're good. So, my number one this week is the same as it has been. Bam. My number one this week is Alabama. All right. Because Alabama does it. Georgia – Georgia, Alabama easily has the best win over Florida. I thought I thought Georgia had the best win over us, and it turns out Alabama has the best win over, over Georgia, over Florida. Yeah. Yes. So, so that I would assume I'm a big, that you're, I'm a big, you know, on good wins. Yeah. So I believe I would assume that your two is Georgia, and my two is also Georgia. It is not. What? My number two is for a team that has two great wins. One, home in Fayetteville, and one in Dallas, Texas. My number two is Arkansas. Wow. I don't know if I can justify putting them that high just yet. I give respect to quality wins. That's fair. That's fair. Um, mine's Georgia. My number two is Georgia. Now, Arkansas isn't far behind you, but I can't put, I can't put Arkansas that high just yet. That's just that's they have the best wins. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I can't argue that. Um, Oregon is my number three. Georgia's my three. Okay. So a big, big SEC four for you. So who's number four? Oregon. And Oregon's good. They got a good win. They got a yeah. quality win over Ohio State. Like I said, and, I'm I'm doing it based on quality wins. And this is P, P, uh, Penn State for me. This is – my top four is the same as it was last week. I'm, I'm pretty sure. No, I had Iowa in the top four last week. I'm, I, 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 I dropped Iowa a little bit. Iowa, Iowa State looks bad. That's gonna, that's gonna yes. affect how Iowa yeah. looks. So I had, I had Penn State at five last week. I now have Penn State at four. Yes, I've done a little bit of flip flopping as well. Who is your five? My five is this is where I have Arkansas. Okay. I, I really like them, but I couldn't justify putting them in the top five just yet. They are five. They're in the top five. You have them at five. Excuse me, top four. Top four. Okay. I couldn't put this, I couldn't put them in, in, a, in the playoff just yet. Penn State. Penn State. Okay. We have the same top five, low different just order. A different order. 
I think I put a little more respect on Arkansas's wins than you do. Yeah, but it's all right. I think for I think for me the other team I just I kind of have Arkansas that low because I know they're about to really run through their gauntlet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll, right. You'll see. You'll see my reasoning in a second. Okay. Who's your six? My number six is a team that they survived last week. Bad second half, great first half. My number six team is the University of Michigan. If you could hear my keyboard typing, for those of you listening at home, if you could hear my keyboard typing before he ever said the name, I knew he was going to be ding-dong and put this here. Michigan's number six. They're the sixth best team in the nation. Listen, give Michigan – Michigan wins this week against Wisconsin. Michigan will be in my top ten. They're not in my top ten. Go ahead, go ahead and save you the suspense now. Who is your six? My six is – this is where I have Iowa. So I dropped Iowa two, two spots because of Iowa State losing to Baylor. Makes that win not look as impressive. And they struggled with Colorado State for a little bit this week. Yes. So They, did, took, they didn't look dominant. No, it took till the fourth quarter for them to start pulling away. So, so I'll just knock this out. I was my seventh. Okay, I was your seventh. My seventh, this is where I have OU, and this is for the same reason as last week. I can't get rid of them until they lose. They just look bad, though. That's why, I mean, that's, if they continue to not look good, I'm not going to continue to drop them as I see teams better than them. But, like, I don't want to put Cincinnati. There's teams that are better. I don't want to put Cincinnati ahead of them. I probably could put Michigan ahead of them. But I didn't this week. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. So my 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 eight is this is where I have Cincy. Okay, I can respect that. This is where I have Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is a legit team. They can also respect that. They play Bama this week. We're gonna. I think there's a chance they win the game, but I think they're gonna keep it close for sure and be like, "Yeah, we're we're still legit." It's in Tuscaloosa. If it was in Oxford, I'm hammering Ole Miss. Yeah, all so, day. That, so Upset that, that's the crazy week. line movement story I want to tell you. When we get when we break down that game, it's okay. just a teeny bit more. I'll talk about it. Okay. Um, so who's your nine? Cincy. Okay. Lost. Cincy. They have a test. They have a test this week. We'll see how they do. So nine. This is where I have the Gators. From the swamp of Gainesville, Florida, I believe is number nine. They have the they have the most excusable loss on the list. Not out of all of college football, they have the most excusable loss. Yeah, and I wanted to put Florida at nine so bad. I almost dropped Cincy out of it, but yeah. So my t- my ten is Ole Miss. This is where I have Ole Miss. I love it. I love how you're putting some respect on Ole Miss. Yeah, no, I I think they've they've proven they've proven they have a chance to compete, especially with as good as Matt Corral is. Uh, but very, I mean, after this week, they're either going to be in the top five or they're going to be top. They'll be maybe twenty. Yeah. So technically, so with my number ten, this would technically put, like, when I go by strength of wins, it'd be a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bama has a has technically, I would say, second best win. Because the reason I think Arkansas is number two, because I think Arkansas's win, this is what I talked about earlier, Arkansas's win over this number 10 team is insane. It's a legitimate win. 
Weston just typed in Texas A&M, really thinking I was putting them in my top 10. Take away that A&M. It's the University of Texas. The quality, they lost to Arkansas, the number two team in the nation, on the road at a packed Arkansas crowd. Texas looks fantastic. They hammered Texas Tech. They are just looking good. They're not in the top 25 in the AP poll, but that is all right because they are in the top 10 in Nick Villarreal's poll. You think about it, they've lost one game. They beat Louisiana Lafayette 38 to 18. They lost to Arkansas, but that was in Arkansas, and we just learned Arkansas is a legitimate team. They hammered Rice 58-0, did what they needed to, and then hammered Texas Tech, a conference opponent 70 to 35. Arkansas is number two because they beat the number 10 team in the nation, University of Texas Longhorns, Hook'em Horns. Weston, you can now talk. Q Spock facepalm. Or Captain Kirk facepalm, excuse me. Um, I have no words. I have none. No words. The fact that you have Texas ranked ahead of Florida just baffles me. The fact that you have Texas ranked ahead of Josh Colton. No, no, screw it. Screw it. Take out Cincy, put in Florida. I've been debating this for about 20 minutes. Okay. Take out take out Cincy, put in Florida. Florida's fine. my nine. I Texas is my fine. Team. I can't believe you have Texas ranked ahead of Cincinnati. Like what I mean, you you can't win here with me, Tex. You can't. You know, Florida has a quality winning yeah. quality loss against Alabama. Texas Whatever. has a quality loss against Arkansas. Okay. All right. Who does Texas play this week? TCU. TCU. Watch the Horn Frogs win. Then, then let's have this reaction. Texas is going to win by a billion. I wouldn't. Okay. And then move up to number nine. So, so those are, so those are our top tens this week. <laughs> Jump so, Ole Miss will get moved down to ten after they oh lose to Alabama. Gosh. So we'll we'll roll down this list. Weston's top ten is Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Penn State as your four playoff teams, and right on the outside looking in, you have Arkansas, followed by Iowa, Oklahoma, who's prone to be move, move way down next week, I believe. Cincinnati, Florida, and then Ole Miss rounding up the 10. My honorary mention at 11 would probably be Michigan, um, either Michigan or, or, or Michigan or Notre Dame. Um, and then Texas top 10, uh, Bama, Arkansas, Georgia, Oregon as your, um, as your top four, your playoff contenders. And then right outside of there, you have Penn State, Michigan, Iowa, Ole Miss, Florida, and Texas rounding out the rest of his top 10, uh, a pretty, pretty heavy middle for, uh, for the, for the big 10 right there. You got the, the three SECs on top, the three Penn state, Michigan, Iowa, man, they're all good quality teams. I don't know if I can put Michigan that high, but I'm not going to argue that entirely. So let's move on to this. We'll have those posted. Give your thoughts. I love that. I love that top 10 by me. I'm sure you do. That's why you picked it. I'd hope you liked it. Um, so dude, this is the best week of games ever. This is a fantastic week for games. There are so many good games. And then I'm going to watch – this is the least amount of college football I'll watch the whole season because I'll be in Clemson. <laughs> I get to open, and I already told our guy, I'm like, I'm not doing anything in the afternoon. I'm sorry. I'm going to go watch is, college brother. football. This is how it is, brother. So, I'm like, it just ain't happening. Georgia hosts number eight Arkansas at the time of these typing of these notes. Georgia is 18.5-point favorites. That was who you like, like and why minutes ago, by the way. I updated okay. the lines. So this is where we're gonna start keeping track of our picks and stuff. We're gonna start so we're gonna keep track of all these games. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm into that. Um, you, we should make more graphics and post that. I can work on that actually. You are a graphic man. Um. So Georgia, Arkansas, win, just win outright. Is that what we're no picking? Points. We win outright. No points. We're, no points. Yeah, I think it makes it too difficult. If we want to start With factoring, su- if we want to factor in super dogs, then yeah, we can we can start doing points. But I think right now we'll we're do just picking games, just picking games, college yeah. game day style. Yeah. So Georgia. who you got? Georgia. You got Georgia. Same. I think I think Arkansas covers. I think Georgia wins by maybe uh, maybe a touchdown and a field goal. But uh, and I have Georgia. And I have Arkansas above Georgia in my top ten, but I still think Georgia wins this game. Agreed. Um, it's in Georgia. In Arkansas, totally different story. Yeah, no, I agree. The two two great teams, two pretty two really good defenses. I don't think Georgia's defense has been tested. Um, tested. Period. They played the the, high, the team they played that has the highest offensive rating in the country is UAB at seventy eight. Yep. All right. Now Hold on. another. Back to, think think about that. UAB has a better offense than Vanderbilt, South Carolina, and Clemson. Yeah, that was a real tough graphic that um, South Carolina had ranked better offense than us. Yeah, when I sent that to you, that was pretty brutal. That was tough to see. All right. Another so, ranked matchup. Cincinnati goes to Notre Dame as one-and-a-half-point favorites. Who you like in this one? Cincinnati. See, I, this, is where, this is where I'll go opposite of you. The home dogs have been barking this year, man. I like Notre Dame. I like Notre Dame a lot. This Notre is Dame why. sucks. This is why. Cincinnati does not protect the football very well. Notre Dame is good at defense. Say what? They got an all right defense. They have, they have, well, they have an all right defense, but they've just been good at generating turnovers. I believe, I believe the number I saw is they are averaging 2.3 turnovers a game. Granted, Graham Mertz helps with that a lot in in Wisconsin game last week. But I think turnovers keep the crowd in it. I think I think they're already going to kind of have a chip on their shoulder that like who's this Cincinnati team walking into South Bend like act, acting like favorites. I like I like Notre Dame to win this game. I you know, it's good logic. I can't 100% disagree with it. I think Cincinnati barely wins. I think it's a close game. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's kind of a pillow fight. It's seven versus yeah. nine. I think it should be like, you know, 15 versus 17. Yeah, I could I agree with that. Um, now, Alabama hosts Ole Miss. What do you this got, is, Weston? So this is before, – before I tell you – before we pick, I want, to, uh, I want to tell you this crazy line story. So I love watching line movement just because I like I like seeing what everybody's thinking, what the what the world's thinking. So this game, when it first opened up on Sunday night, opened Alabama is 20 point favorites. Okay. As you can see, it is now 14 and a half points. Oh yeah. By six o'clock on Monday afternoon, it was already down to 15 and a half. Excuse me, down to that 14 and a half. There was so much money put on Ole Miss to cover that 20 and a half point spread that the line moved five points, five and a half points in one day. That's ridiculous. That is insane. Now, granted, at 14, at 20 and a half, I was like, give me Ole Miss all day. 
I don't I think Alabama will win, but Ole Miss will keep it a lot closer than 20. 14 and a half. I still would take Ole Miss. But I I mean I let's get this out of the way. I think Bama wins outright. There you go. It's in Tuscaloosa. I don't see it happening. There's Nick, Nick Saban builds teams for this. I've seen Bryce Young in interviews. I don't know if Bryce Young has any emotions. This Joker is like a freaking robot that launches the ball 80 yards in the air on a dime. I am so tempted to pick Ole Miss. Like, you don't understand how oh, much I, I want to say Ole Miss. Matt Corral is legit. I agree. If this was in Oxford, it's a done deal. But it's I, not. But it's not. It's in Tuscaloosa. I honestly, I there was a sign earlier this week about two days ago. I was caddying for a guy. Okay. He went to the University of Mississippi. Okay. His dad played football for Alabama. He is a die. He played with Dabo, actually. This guy's a diehard Alabama fan. Cheers against Alabama. Or cheers for Alabama again when he was a current student at Ole Miss. And guess what? He played awful golf. He did not play well. That is a sign. The Alabama Old Miss guy sucked. And Old Miss is calling the upset. Ole Miss is Give him the Ole Miss winning this game. Ole Miss is winning this game. Hotty toddy, gosh almighty, who the hell are we? Okay. Oh, that's such a dumb – I just – I I hey, think they can you got, do you gotta it, man. Se- you you got to separate yourself from the pack one way or another. Lane Kiffin, you know, he's the he's going to be the one assistant to beat Nick Saban. Matt Corral – it's the quarterback matchup. Matt Corral is legit. So is Bryce Young, though. I just – I can't bet against Bama. I just can't do it. So, now, if you told me that if, you, if I could have points here, I'd probably be much closer to picking – Ole Miss. Now, if it were to dr- – I, anyways, I won't get into all that. Next game on the docket, number 19, Oklahoma Baylor. State. Okay, I couldn't even get it all the way out. Number 19, Oklahoma State host number 21, Baylor, in Stillwater, Oklahoma. You just went out and said it, Baylor. Why? Mom went there. Okay. That's that's why. I'm going to go Bill, with the Bill Cowpokes. Bill got good juju. I'm going with the Cowpokes, and this is why. If you do, you do you care to know why, or you just you know? I'd love to know why. It's a letdown game for Baylor. I see that. I see that. They they upset Iowa State at home. They traveled to Stillwater to an Oklahoma team who's been underrated the whole year. Everyone's kind of been game day guys. Me, the media, they've been kind of cracking on like, yeah, Oklahoma State, yeah, they're undefeated, but they don't look that good. I think this is a letdown spot for Baylor. All right, I like that. All right, we got two more games. Iowa goes a to couple will mention, there. but mainly two. Yes, two two will make two more will make picks on. Got Iowa number five, Iowa heading to Annapolis, Maryland to play. Are they in Annapolis? No, where is no, it? Oh, that's that's Navy. Yeah, uh, they're they're in Baltimore, aren't they? Or close to somewhere them. around there. Yeah. Anyways. Whatever. They're going to play Maryland. Who you got? 
So I just said that Maryland was going to get beat by Iowa. Okay. <laughs> but now you're rethinking this. Now I'm rethinking everything. <laughs> now that these picks mean something, I'm The, I'm the gut changed stuff. quickly. <laughs> God, I want to pick so many upsets. But I, I don't feel good picking upsets unless there's a sign. You know, good, good content again. You know, being silent on an audio medium. I know. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm pick. I'm picking Iowa. I'm picking Iowa. Any 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 reasoning, or just that's the favorite? You really don't really know how to go with. So, I just don't know. I, Maryland can't. It's Maryland. They're not going to win. Um, okay. I was thinking. You know. So Jake Masters, his little brother goes to Maryland. I was like, you know, the Masters, they may, they may, you know, put a little Hold juju up. on it and win. Right. Because he goes to Maryland. But actually the Masters family will be in Clemson. So they won't even be watching the game because they will be in Clemson for the Boston College game. Right. I think his Makes little brother's sense. not coming, but his parents are. Right. So therefore the juju, the Masters juju just isn't there in Iowa. I understand. Just, I understand. Yeah, Iowa wins that game. This Iowa is one of the, covers the minus three too. For me, it's like uh, I don't these when when it's games that I'm like so on the fence. I usually just end up going chalk, and I like so that means I'm going Iowa. Here. That's where I'm at. I don't I don't necessarily trust Maryland enough to beat them, but I also don't know how I feel about Iowa because they struggle with Colorado State. They could come out firing because they're just trying to reprove their point. But I'm going with Iowa. Last game that we'll have picks for today. Number 14, Michigan, goes to Madison, Wisconsin, to take on the Badgers. Who you got? <laughs> I'm going to pick um, the Badgers. Okay. To get beat by a 1,000. I don't know why I actually typed that out. I knew you weren't going to pick them. Yeah, Michigan's I mean. Win. Michigan's win. Yeah. Just come on. Don't even ask me. Yeah, no. I like, I like Michigan a lot on that one. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's close, though. I would not be surprised if it's close. Yeah, because um, I mean it's I, just t- it's tough to go to mass. That's... We just wanted to shout out two more games. Yep. Um, shout out UNC Duke. I think that may be a surprisingly good game. Like I, I said, like Duke, I like North Carolina. Duke's Duke's three and one. North Carolina hasn't looked good. You know, this was supposed. To, this is supposed to be a blowout game, but I don't think it will be. So I just we want to keep an eye on that one. That's going to be interesting. Um, and it's it's good rivalry, North Carolina yeah. Duke. Obviously, it's a basketball Great. rivalry, but you know, it's a football can have that rivalry too. And they, then they, they can they can battle for second place of the North Carolina football teams. Third. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, there's NC State and Wake Forest. I know. I was putting I, – I don't think NC State's that good. I just think they got up for our game. Okay. Um, and then we just wanted to shout out the worst game in college football history. This may be the biggest news fest, the worst game in the entire world, and I'm going to make a pick with my bank account eventually, strictly so I have a reason to watch this game. UConn Vandy is about to be electric. Okay. Who you got? UConn Vandy. What's, oh my what's God. the line? What's the line? Can't be much. It's got to be. Van- I'm going to say like Vandy by like six and a half. Both teams are awful, like really bad. It's got to be Vandy six and a half. That's what it's I Vandy like. Vandy 14 and a half. What? 14 and a half. I still, hate that. Make- I still hate that number. <laughs> That's awful. This is going to be an awful game, dude. If you're playing, if you're Vanderbilt, 
and you are actually 14 and a half point favorites over somebody, the team you're playing is the worst team in college football history, and that's UConn. Can you uh can you find me a, a bet somewhere that I could put a million dollars on UConn to go winless this season? Probably can. Because I'll I'll put my life I'll I'll take out a second mortgage to to bet. UConn may win this game, dude. Okay, maybe don't get don't get ahead of yourself. It's gonna be interesting. All right, let's move on to locks of the week. Um, who were our locks last week? I don't even know if we were. So let me see, let me see if I can pull this week, up. I lost. My what lock was, lost. What was your lock? I believe it was. Why won't this load? It was either – so I have two written down, one, one, and one dinner. Mississippi State over LSU. Do we have two? Okay, this is it. Locks of the week. So – Oh, I picked Boston College. Good. So you pick, you, So both of our locks hit. Boston College over Mizzou. Nailed it. And I, and I hit Michigan State over Nebraska. And then we and both then nailed, upsets our, of the we week. nailed our upsets. Well, actually – Not really. You didn't hit your upset. I didn't hit my upset, but I also said that Arkansas was my upset pick. Right, but I picked it for uh, ahead of time because the, the, the way everything played out with go with your gut and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. So, who was your lock of the week? Mm. You know what? I actually hadn't thought about it. I'm just kidding. I thought about it a little bit. The homer in me obviously wants to say Clemson, but I'm not going to do that. But we also said we were going to do it with five-point spreads or less. Right. Oh, I forgot we did say that. Then I'm going to go. You know what? You're my dog. My lock of the week's Michigan. Oh, let's go. Dude, that could have been your upset if you wanted it. I don't say I don't like that as an upset. That's a, it's a one and a half point spread. I don't know if you if I really count that as an upset. All right. Um, but I like Michigan. I love it. I love it. I'm debating between two. One super homer, Texas over TCU, five points spread. I think that's a lock. But the fact that it was five, I feel like it's a little cheap. So I'm going to go with a three-point spread. I'm taking Pitt over Georgia Tech. Okay. Pitt over GT. Interesting. See, now, that, that, that line with the Texas game worries me. They, they just beat Texas Tech by how much? 35. And they're only giving you five points over TCU? Yeah, Texas is a lock. I I just – I feel like the line – I feel like somebody knows something we don't because I feel like that line should be way bigger. They just just don't believe in Texas because everyone wants to hate on Texas. But I feel like the books would would pray against that. We'll see. So, those are our locks of the week. I have Michigan beating Wisconsin. I forget. Do we – no, we said no points with these. We, we're only doing points if we, we factor in Superdogs. So our locks of the week are Michigan over Wisconsin for me and then Pittsburgh over Georgia Tech for you. Your upset of the week, who are you looking at? I have so many on my list. Okay. I have five games I'm looking at. Technically, right. Baylor's an upset. I thought about picking them. I'm not. Technically, like I said, technically Michigan's an upset. Thought about picking them. I'm not. Well, we keep So this doesn't have a point limit, though, on it, does, does it? No. Yeah. As long as they are underdogs, I'm debating between two, but I'm gonna go with Arizona State over UCLA. Okay, what's the what's the line on that? If you, if you yeah, I believe you have it up right now. Yeah, so that one is UCLA is a three point favorite, and they're ranked 
20 versus unranked Arizona State. Both teams are three and one. And I think Arizona State, they looked good against Colorado. They put up a fight against BYU, looked good against UNLV, Southern Utah. I think Arizona State comes in, goes to the Rose Bowl, and wins that game. Okay. So, I also have a couple on my list. I'll tell you my other two. I'll tell you the other two I'm looking at. And what are they? Yours. Okay. No, um, you pick yours, and I'll tell you my other two. So I'm, I'm so I'm looking at looking at Virginia. I like Virginia over Miami. That's tonight. I like I like Maryland as an upset over Iowa. I picked Iowa, but I think Maryland could upset. Okay. Um, I like Arkansas over Georgia. Love it. But even though we picked Georgia, right? I think. Um. I'm going to do this just for the meme, I think. Okay. Massive underdogs, but a massive letdown spot. I like Louisiana Tech. Dude, I looked at that too. Over NC State. I can't lie. I looked at that. I love that as a letdown spot. I 100% looked at that. Um, Dorian, the head coach for NC State, said beating Clemson was the biggest game of his life. He flat out said that was the biggest game he's ever won in his entire life. I want to try to tell me that Louisiana Tech isn't a letdown spot for them. No, 100%. Problem is, and they lost their only two losses close to Mississippi State and close to SMU. Yep. So. And it's a look ahead game for Louisiana Tech. Yep, because they got got UTEP. They got UTEP coming up this next week. So Louisiana Tech may not be able to pull it off because they're looking ahead to UTEP. Okay. No, no, but NC State goes to Boston College next week, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. So not only is it a letdown spot, it's also a look-ahead spot. Law Tech, baby. I'm riding. (laughs) At plus 20 and a half, you're the bet man here. Go go put something on it. Going to Rivers. So that is our upsets of the week. I have Louisiana Tech over NC State. I wish I could have the points here because I'd feel a lot more confident in that pick, but I got to go Louisiana Tech outright over NC State, even though that makes our loss to NC State look that much worse. Um, Dude, I don't care. If I pick that right, that's amazing. Um, You have Arizona State over UCLA. Um, I feel like if I pick the the La Tech game, can I get two points? No. Okay, fair. Um, Uh, My other ones I was looking at was Stanford upsetting Oregon. I saw that. Um, that one I really like. And then I think I'm just going to keep picking this or at least mentioning it. Anyone over Oklahoma, Kansas state over Oklahoma. I kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. So, um, that's all for the show today, man. It's been a long one. Yeah. I told you it's been about an hour and 45 (laughs) at this point. Um, Dude, it's, it was a long episode, but dude, it's, we love college football. We're getting in. It was tough for because it was a big slate of games this week. Yeah, for y'all listening, get honestly get used to these gonna these gonna be long. Yeah. You know, next week we have another great slate. Oklahoma, Texas, Georgia, Auburn, Arkansas, Ole Miss. Depending what Maryland does, Maryland, Ohio State, Penn yep. State, Iowa, Ooh, Alabama, boy. Texas, A&M. Day. That'll that'll be uh that Penn State Iowa game will be game day. Like, 
there's so many good games coming up. We are we've hit conference play. We are now getting full blown yep. into college football, and it is amazing. It is awesome, dude. Even the next week, I'm looking at some of these. BYU Baylor's a ranked matchup. Like these assuming, are unreal. Assuming Baylor doesn't lose to Okie State. Well, yeah, Auburn, Arkansas. Oh my god, do we have so- NC State, Boston College is going to be. A good- we have so many good games coming up. Um, happy homecoming, everybody! Happy homecoming. Floats are looking good. I've seen a I, bunch of videos. I've actually been uh, now that I didn't really see a whole lot of pictures of them. But now that I know I'm going home, I've actively actively been avoiding trying to see them on social media because I would just want to have that first look when I get back to Clemson. Floats are looking good. Um, shout out Central Spirits Float, looking awesome. Shout out Blake, you've done an amazing job. And shout yep. out Ashlyn. Uh, Ashlyn Cooper, Traditions Director, she's in charge of the float itself. Blake's more in charge of the production. Um, shout out them too. Y'all have killed it this week um, from what I've been told. Yeah, it's, you know, Central Spirit's killing it. It's homecoming. It's a big week for everyone. It's a great week to be a Clemson Tiger. Um, well, well, don't well that's, that's, every, that's every week is a great week to be a Clemson Tiger. No, but, last Saturday was not a great day to be a I'd, Clemson Tiger. I'd still rather be a Tiger than whatever a wolf pack is. Like, or a Gamecock. Or, or I'd get excited when, or I start barking at people when I get excited. That's that's one of my favorites. <laughs> Georgia, oh my god, I hate everyone. There's not many teams I like. I hate everyone else. Okay, all right, I can get behind that. I love so, college football, man. Cubs, yes, same. Okay, <laughs> so, college football. Um, yeah, happy homecoming, everybody. Um, yeah, go check out the float. Central Spirits looks good. Um, shout out my boys. Um, theirs looks good too. Go take a look at them specifically. Say hi to them all for you. Say hi to every yeah. Tell tell everyone you know. Tech says hi. I will go to the go to the float and say Tech says hello. I will. I will. So that is all for the show today. It's been a long one. Been a good one. Wrap it up. You can find us on social media, Central Spirit at CU Central Spirit on all platforms. You can find Mister Villarreal at NSV seven one five one on all his platforms. I am at West K Wit on whatever you decide to search me on. It's really only going to be Instagram. I know, but I like to give people a wild goose chase every now and again. It has been an absolute honor, an absolute pleasure. Happy homecoming. Have a great weekend. Go freaking Tigers. Have a good time in Clemson, Weston. I will. I'm, I'm super jealous. Um, yep, that's it. See ya.